All right, welcome back to another episode of Jules Mind Podcast, where typically we talk about being a better version of you. But in today's episode, I am joined with my queen, my right hand woman, um, and we're going to be talking about what's been going on in the last couple uh, few months that our life has transpired. Um, so, with that, welcome my queen. Thank you. Glad to be here. You're so weird, baby. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I don't know. Not be weird. Uh, you gotta give me a second. I don't know if I can do this all the time. That's true, I guess. Oh, that water's good. So, what's up, baby? You're weird. How's it? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're doing great. You're natural. I forget what I was saying. So... How's uh, how's your weekend been? It's been really nice and relaxing. Yeah, it really has been. Um, so we are currently in Glenwood, Washington. We're not in our typical um, Joel's Mine environment. Uh, so for those of you that are watching this on YouTube and tapping in, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, enjoy the video. Enjoy the scenery. Uh, we're in Glenwood, Washington in a tiny cabin. So we have straight away from where we normally have our my recordings so uh don't mind any <coughs> extra heavy breathing in the background that's our dog he's sitting with us enjoying our little vacation it's our yeah, first it's our... family trip yeah i was very excited for it it's the first time we bring legend he gets major anxiety on drives but we give him some CBD. <laughs> and he kind of calmed down. Yeah, kind of worked. Yeah. But he was like a really big kid. You know when kids like cry and they they keep crying but they don't want to like go to sleep. But they're crying because they're tired. That was him. Literally. It's like two hours away from Yakima. Highly recommend it. We've had a really amazing time. Um, this is the first time we've actually really got to spend any alone time together. Other than, like, being alone. Um, but this is, like, the first time we've actually done anything since our house caught on fire. And that is why Joel's mind's kind of been MIA. Uh, we've been dealing with life as it comes. And, yeah, so this is what today's episode is about. Our house caught on fire. Um, we've been dealing with a lot of adversity. And it's nice to finally feel some type of homeostasis and... To be able to relax and unwind and unplug, even though we're plugged in right now. Um, but there is no signal out here. People are nice. Uh, it's, it's very quiet quiet and quaint. and It's very small. Super small. <laughs> they ain't lying when they say tiny. Yeah. It's so cute, though. It's such a vibe. Yeah. really is. So, um, but yeah, so that is what we're going to be talking about today is... Um, We've been doing our best to maintain our head on our shoulders. Um, we're finally in a place where we do have our head on our shoulders. Our house is being reconstructed currently. Um, and, you know, we're okay. The biggest thing is we're okay. We're alive. We're, you know, my birthday was two days ago. Um, I'm happy to be alive. Uh, when the house caught on fire, I was there. So, um, okay, so... Explain to us how it happened. Yeah. 
Let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the top. So it I'm was... sorry if I'm smiling. It wasn't a funny situation at all. I'm just a little nervous. She's a little nervous. And I'm a little weird, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm smiling, that's why. But it wasn't a it wasn't a funny situation. It was actually pretty scary. And yeah. Go ahead, baby. Back up from the mic. I'm trying. Well, I'm gonna sit back. Yeah, but. What do you want, Legend? I don't know. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> trying to join. You want to tell the story, Legend? You want to start how you're in the room? Oh. <laughs> so, um, it was December 19th is when we had our fire. Uh, it was a Sunday. We were planning on having a chill night. Um, we had some friends visiting. And... Um, uh, they took off. Lupita, our friends, they took off to go get some food, grab some some stuff, and it was my moment to take a shower. And so that's exactly what I did. I was in the shower. Um. Yes, he was in the shower. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna tell you to add something, but I guess you can. You're you're gonna get to it. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, your dog's rolling around over here. But, yeah, so I was in the shower. It was uh, in the evening. It was like 6, 7 o'clock maybe around there. And mm-hmm. we, I was just taking a shower, getting ready to actually record that night. And, you know, I was going to shave, you know, dress good, feel good, look good. Um the beginning of the week was going to be the beginning of the week for us and so as i jump out the shower i start dabbing myself up and drying myself and i hear like someone pounding on my door and ringing the doorbell like just repeatedly and i honestly thought it was lupita and her friends like maybe they're just trying to be funny or something but like i don't know normally i I, normally i just would have honestly i would have ignored it and just been like I'm not going to hurry up and <laughs> open the door as dumb as that sounds. But I don't know. I was just like that. They're not. They wouldn't do that unless there's a reason. Right. So I'm like barely, barely having dry, dried myself. So I'm dripping wet coming out. I come out to our living room and to the right side of our house, there's this huge glow that's coming from the outside. And I just, you know, in my mind, I just thought it was like, that kind of looks like a fire, but it just was this huge glow. Um, no smoke, no nothing. I don't smell nothing. Um, and so as soon as I opened the door, this lady had just like this, just the fear in her eyes was real. And she was like, your house is on fire. And immediately I ran to the side of the house and I it registered that my house was on fire and that that's where that glow was coming from. And so I immediately ran to that side of our house where has a side, our house has a sliding door, has a deck where the fire was at. Um, and as soon as I like opened up the door, like we you know, I shit you not, it, it really felt like I was stepping into like what hell would look like. Like the flames are huge. It was hot. And like the whole side of our house was lit up. Like just every, every there was no darkness. It was lit. Like, the, everything was lit up. So, like, as soon as I stepped out, like, the flames were up to my chin as I was stepping onto my deck. So, like, 
the flames were pretty big and what was on fire was um like offside to the side of our house um next to our deck so our deck actually didn't uh, quite catch on fire part of it did but not all of it so i was able to uh, like step onto the deck and then turn off the fire or not turn off the fire but like see that there was a fire um but what i did do is i i unplugged an electrical cord because i thought we had we had lights for christmas decorations and I, originally i thought maybe something happened with the you know the electrical cord got cut and there's just it, you know so i just immediately i seen that and i unplugged it and i just was standing there dripping wet like just you can hear the flames of the fire and just the side of the house was on fire and so I ran inside, I grabbed uh, a pitcher of water um, and like grabbed our blender and started filling that up with water. And so I was running in and and out, throwing uh, water onto the fire and just, you know, trying to extinguish it. And this whole time I'm doing that, like I'm completely butt naked, like I'm dripping wet, like I just got out of the shower, like I have one hand on my towel, I honestly at that point... Should have just gave up on my dignity and just, you know, freeballed it. But um, I was trying really hard to just just keep moving. And so what happened was I um, continued to just try to put out the fire. But at one of the points that I was running in and out. Check him. Make sure he's alive. Jeez. I know. Excuse our dog. Sorry. You can probably hear him in the background. But, um, yeah, so basically what happened was I, I'd fell at some point and like the adrenaline and like the fear that was going through me, like the way I fell, like I messed up my leg a little bit. I still haven't gone to the doctors to check it out. I'm like entirely like, I I'm probably need to get an MRI for it, but, um, it's kind of been, it's been gimpy since then, but yeah, um, long story short, like, um, after, you know, falling and realizing, like, I needed to, you know, put on some clothes and just, you know, do something different, I uh, ran into my bedroom, and I was, like, panicking, like, this is, like, literally just the worst time of my life I've ever experienced, I was trying to put on clothes, um, and my legs were dripping wet, and so I was, the first pair of sweats that I tried putting on, like, they just were just getting stuck, and, um, you know, I saw the only thing going, going through my mind is just like, my house is on fire. My house is on fire. Like I need to, I need to hurry up. And so as I was trying to put my clothes on, like I had to take them off and put another pair of clothes on just cause I just didn't have time. I didn't have time to fuck around, you know? And so I just, and baby, while this was happening this whole time, where was legend? So legend, legend, I wasn't he barking and warning you. Yeah. So it was, it was just me and legend at the house at this time. Um, but legend was in our spare room. He was locked up in his kennel cause our friend had their dog over and, um, you know, we just kind of kept him in our room cause he's not the friendliest with other dogs. We're still trying to learn him on that, but, uh, he just gets really protective and territorial. Yeah. And so, um, so he was locked up in his kennel in a bed and, and Joel's mind's room with the door closed. And so he had no idea what was going on. He wasn't aware of anything until I ran in and got him finally. Um, so yeah, that's where he was at. There was 
you know, also the reason why there was no warning or barking from him. Um, but as I was trying to put on my clothes, I ended up just putting on some sweats um, and some flip-flops that ended up just didn't work out. Um, and Or there were slides, but um, I ran outside in the front. Some guy came in. And honestly, like, shout out to those people. I, I don't know who they are to this day. Um, you know, I don't know if they ever see this or ever watch this, but, like, you know, I... I pray that, you know, God blesses them as they have blessed us because if it wasn't for them, my whole house could have came down. Um, you know, nowadays we live in a society in a world where people are quick to pull out their phones and start recording or they're quick to just drive by something or just, you know, let someone else deal with it. So I just really know that, you know, God was looking out for me that night and he sent them. Those people were my guardian angels. They... The ones that knocked on the door, you know, got and told me that the fire was happening. They're the ones that called 911. And so as I yeah. ran, ran out into the front to go grab my garden hose, some guy comes into the yard and he's like, hey, do you have any fire extinguisher? And I was like, no, I just, you know, I'm a, I got this garden hose. You know, I run to the side of my house, I grab it. And he's like, we already called 911. And I'm like, thank you. I'm just going to try to put, put out what I can. And that's how I as I'm running, like, I'm still wet, people. Like, I'm, like, there is no dryness on me at all. Like, I'm, my hair's wet, my back's wet, my feet are wet. And as I'm running around from one side of the house to the other side of the house where the fire's at, my the sandals, like, fly off because my feet are wet. And I end up, like, burning my feet on the bottom because of just stepping on clothes, all the coals and ambers that were on the, you know, on the ground. And, I mean, at this point, like, this whole area where like we keep like our garbage can or um just we had extra chairs and another like spare trash can and legends kitty pool um that all was all up in flames and the side of our wall of our house was on 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 fire and so like i'm panicking and trying to be proactive and i run to the side of my house and i try connecting this garden hose to the outside faucet that is connected to inside water and so as i'm sitting there trying to get it going like there's things that are in the way like tires and wood that were like blocking it and so i'm like throwing everything off barefoot like still dripping wet and it's in the middle of winter so like you know it gets cold but like my adrenaline is pumping so like at this point like i'm just trying to like i'm just trying to get things going and i'm talking to myself i'm like all right joel calm down like just you just got to get this on you just got to get it on and as i get the garden hose on the to the faucet finally when i go to turn it on the fucking water just starts spraying out to the side um and honestly that's probably the most defeating part like i you know i wouldn't say it felt hopeless but i just felt defeated i was just like man like i just wasted a bunch of time now my house is really gonna catch on fire like so i ran back inside um and you know the guy there there was like a bucket of dirt and the guy threw a bucket of dirt on, um, on, on the fire. And so I ran back inside and I grabbed a pitcher of water, like our filter water, shot it to a, uh, what is it? Pure. Or pure, pure yeah. <laughs> filter. Um, well, that was full. So I threw that on the side of the wall of our house and that extinguished like the flames that climbed up the wall. Um, but once I went back, was out there, like I can see through the little, uh, Eve of the of the roof like 
the little ventilation the holes for the attic to vent out i could see little flames up there and once i realized that those were that the attic was on fire i just went back inside and i was like i need to grab my dog i need to get out and i that's exactly what i did i went inside and at that point i didn't know exactly how much was on fire where what was on fire um but the attic was on fire um and that could collapse <laughs> yeah and so i just went inside you know was able to calm myself down and just you know understand that 911 was already called i did my best you know and right now the only thing i need to get to safety is me and my dog and uh, i went to the spare room and i opened up the door and i was like you know legend we gotta go and um Unfortunately, like his leash wasn't there. Um, I had to, I had to find it, and so I was looking for it, running and like just picturing in my head, like envisioning Argel, like the roof was gonna fall down at any minute. Like, if you hear a loud, loud crash or burning, like just, just I was mentally preparing myself, like just what was to come next. And so, but I was as I was running back and forth into the rooms looking for his leash, like I seen Lupita's laptop, I seen like my camera equipment, I seen all of that stuff. And I was just like, man, like I'm really about to lose all this stuff and find the leash. So I just was like, you know, at this point, I'm just like, it doesn't matter. None of it really matters. Like I just, I gotta go. And so I get him, I grab the keys. And as soon as I run out, uh, the Acoma fire department pull up and chat of them, man, these guys are super yes. responsive. Um, they got there really, really quick. Um, and then they put out the fire. Um, How long? Because I just want to put this into perspective because doesn't it sound like you just did so much? Like how long was that time frame of you doing all this stuff? Like from the fire to when you got out of the door? How long was that? Like honestly, probably within like maybe 20 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Like it literally was in a matter of minutes. This all happened like. Everything that I explained to you, like, happened... So fast, because we were just gone. We were there all day. All day. And we literally left to pick up food. Her and the girls. Yeah, me and the girls. Like, that's it. That's the only time we left. Joel stayed. And in that time frame, from us leaving, because when we left, there was no fire. I didn't see any fire. I didn't smell anything. There wasn't anything burning. So, like, there was nothing. And I literally had a friend there, another friend of ours there. Had to come over. Yeah, and we were outside on the deck for the majority of the time that we were there. And there was no fire. There was no smell. There was nothing that was, like, indicating that there was a fire. And so... We probably left, like, what, 20 minutes after that, after his, after our friend left? Yeah. After they finished talking on the deck? And it just... Nothing. Yeah, and so, like, literally, like, in a matter of minutes, like, our world went from us having our normal day-to-day activities, weekends, to... A freaking hole through our ceiling and roof. Yeah, so, when the fire department came, um, they extinguished the outside, and then they jumped up on the roof, and they cut uh, open our roof with a chainsaw, peeled it back, and they sprayed the attic down, um... The damage was, you know, honestly, I mean, it was, 
it was bad. It was costly, but like I, it could have been worse. Um, for Our sure. house is still standing. Yeah, it's still standing. I mean, we didn't lose anything other than Legends kiddie pool, unfortunately, and like some other things, shovel, um, and like our time and comfort. Um, but you know. But they're here. Yeah, I'm alive. I guess mm-hmm. you can tell this pool's breathing up a storm. Hopefully, y'all can't hear him. Alive. Make it a very uncomfortable episode of him just fucking sound like dude, baby D in the background. Look at him. He's all yeah, you. I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what you sound like, boy. Yeah, dude. Uh, don't look at me like that. He's so funny. But anyways, so yeah, um, yeah, it just it it's been crazy. It's been a crazy last year was was really crazy, um, and then it ended like that. Um, so. And so I'm going to add something to the story. It was. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask you, uh, uh, what was your, what, were you, what was going on in your mind, baby? Where were you at when all this happened and when you found out? I didn't know absolutely shit. I didn't know nothing. I talked to this motherfucker twice while this was happening. And the first time he didn't even mention it. And then the second time he finally mentioned it, but. I was picking up our order and then he calls me and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, picking up the food. Like I said, I was going to do hella chill. I I called Laura. I don't know who you called. I I didn't call her. I called Laura. I called her friend first, but she, she answered. Lupita answered. Okay. That sounds like it. And then that's when he was like, are you guys, but hella chill, hella chill. He was like, what are you guys doing? I was like, picking up the food. And he's like, oh, well, you guys should stall. And I was like, okay, like, I'll stall. And, (laughs) and, um, so we hang up, right? And the girls were like, well, what did he want? And I was like, um, he just told us to stall. And they were like, and, this was in December when this happened, December 19th. So Christmas was that weekend. So they were like, oh my gosh, like, is he planning something for you? Um, are you going to get like a cool little surprise? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like, this sounds like something he would do. Joel's very, is bien detallista, if you know what that means. He's like very, he likes, he's very, he p- pays attention to like small details and making sure that like I'm surprised so because I like that shit surprise me (laughs) so um he does a good job of that so that you know the girls were like oh he's probably this and I was like yeah like thinking all this like cute stuff not at all not at all that our house had caught on fire or that you know what potentially I could have came home to and so we go and pick up a couple more things that we needed to pick up and he calls again and he's like hey how far are you guys and I'm like we're gonna head we're heading home already and he was like we'll try to stall and I was like how like how much longer do you want me to stall like we already went to do all of our errands like we want to go home and eat and he was like okay well don't freak out and when he said that I was like rich don't freak out and he was like our house caught on fire and my heart just like sink like I was just like what like it's almost like you're in disbelief like I'm like our house caught on fire he's like yeah he's like when you come like don't be alarmed it's going to be surrounded by the firefighters they're here they already extinguished it so like now you guys can imagine like I'm imagining all these types of scenarios like the firefighters are there but like our house is surrounded like I have no mental or I don't know what it looks like so I just have this mental image of 
like how bad the situation was. And obviously he was talking to me, so he was okay. And I asked him, I was like, are you okay? Like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm outside. And I was like, you know, I was kind of scared to ask about legend because ultimately I just want Joel to get himself out safe. And if he can get legend even better, but I didn't, again, I didn't know how bad the situation was. So of course I was like, what about legend? I didn't. That was, that was the first thing I said. I was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and like, legend are okay. I was like, me and legend are safe. That's true. That's true. I was like, but the house caught on fire. But the house caught on fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were like, don't freak out. Me and me and Legend are safe, but the house caught on fire. So I was like, what the heck? So anyway, I just, because I knew Legend was in the room. So I was like, dude, like, I just was imagining all these stuff. And sure enough, we're driving back and I turn into our, um, into our, what, road? Street? And, um... Dude, you just see, like, we're, like, a few blocks away. Like, we're at the end of the of the street, and we live, like, mm, almost at the end of the other side. And you turn in, and I just see, like, all of these firefighters. And it was not funny, but funny because Alora was like, oh, damn. She's like, something's going down. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> that's my house. And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. She's like, damn. And I was like, dude, yeah, like, that shit looks scary. Like... That shit look like, I, cause when I seen it, I'm like, fuck, that's my house. Like, I can see that shit all the way from over here. There's no way people can't see this. Like, and I get there and thankfully by the time I got there, everything was already extinguished. The firefighters were, the hole was already made. They were coming off of the roof already. So like quick with the quickness, like I'm telling you guys, we like we stalled, but we didn't stall that much. Like we just went to go pick up our food, grab a couple of things and then come back. So it wasn't really that long. And they had already pretty much extinguished everything. And it was a kind of a scary sight. Like, I got off and I just seen Joel and Legend. Well, I just seen Joel on the other side of our fence. And just, like, the side of our house, like, black, burnt. Obviously, you could see it. You could see the hole that they had to make on the top. And I look in our car and I just see, like, little Legend's head kind of looking like, what's going on? So, I don't know. It was just... It was a little scary. Like, obviously, I was very glad and thankful that Joel and Legend were are okay, were okay. But it was still, like, I just couldn't believe. Like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that we were home all day. I left for what felt like 15, 20 minutes. And I come back to, like, all of this. And, like, not at all what we had envisioned our Sunday night at all. Like, we were going to watch Harry Potter. <laughs> I eat Panera. <laughs> yeah. And instead, we had to figure out what we were going to do about that hole because we're broke as shit and that was going to cost money. And we needed to figure out our insurance and what was going to happen with all of that. And we had never dealt with that, with the insurance or like all of the behind the scenes of what goes on with a house fire. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I'm just glad that backtrack a little bit like yeah sorry <laughs> when when all that happened like once the firefighters came and i was out and i seen everything like i was trying to figure out like what was going on how did it happen why did it happen um you know and where the boopy that was at because i'm like how am i going to explain this to them and i wanted to know if i had time to just kind of wrap my hat, head around it. And that's why I called originally. It was just like, can you guys stall a little bit? 
But if they were on their way, the worst thing, last thing I wanted was Lupita to pull up to uh, the fire trucks there and then like freaking out. Like, um, so that's why I was like, just stall. I need, I needed a few minutes to like kind of put together what, like literally what just happened. Like everything I explained happened in, in, in minutes. Like, I mean, I don't know. It probably wasn't even 20 minutes. It probably felt, it probably was like four minutes to be honest. Um, when all of that happened, like I was moving really, really fast. I was trying really hard to just pit the fire out and save our home. Um, so like when that happened, like I just needed a moment to like take a breath and just like figure out what just happened. And so, but the second time I called, I was like, all right, like I can do this. I just need to let her know, like, you know, we're safe and, this is what happened and what to expect just because that would probably be a lot more scarier if she got there and didn't know what was going on um so because it was scary even knowing yeah like even joel having told me like pulling up to that and actually seeing it i was like oh fuck like this is sorry this is like really like bad like this shit could have been a lot worse and i do like shout out those people because joel had no intention of coming out of that shower at all yeah. He was going to shave and get ready and which wouldn't have been out of the ordinary, right? We would have come home. I can open the door by myself. It's not like I need him to go open the door for me. And it's not like him showering while we're gone is something out of the ordinary. So it just like, it's just scary to think what could have happened if those people didn't drive by. Yeah. Because the fire started outside, like the, um, the fire alarm or fire alarm it didn't even go off our smoke detector detector, thank you our smoke detector didn't even go off because it was an outside fire there was still no smoke inside of the house so it's like i don't really know how bad it could have gotten on the ceiling or in the roof and i don't know how long it would have taken for us to actually smell the smoke or the smoke detector to actually go off off, you know so just based on what had happened like yeah like lupita saying like i was gonna shave i was gonna get ready for the week and to record and yeah like i would i had no intention of stepping out of the bathroom um but and this fool was in the room locked up yeah <laughs> so like there just was like like just when you look back at it it's like and like the fire had spread to the attic like that was gonna happen regardless of whether i put water on it or not um and just that's how it led up there which also fun fact or you know helpful tip if you have an if you have a roof, well, obviously, I mean, if you have a home and you have birds living in your attic, get those motherfuckers out, kick them out. Yes. The, what happened was the firefighters had said like there was nests in there, and, and there was there's birds. We got a freaking bird figure for these motherfuckers, and um, their nest caught on fire, and like that's how the fire had spread into the attic. Because um, they use dry twigs, and that's yeah, like the most and, flammable. And like most of the like the the ventilation like little circles that you see that lead to the attic they're supposed to have like a wire over it to prevent that from happening but more than mother nature birds they're all strong right they they peck through it um so i mean they were already there before we got there so we were just like hey like what's the worst that can happen the worst did happen yes so pro tip you know clean out your attic um get all the nests out of there just put them get put them by the birdhouse if you guys like us and just didn't want to you know relocate them but it's 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 your them <laughs> yeah in other words but um yeah so it just would have been a, 
a horrific night if it went worse than what it did. Um, and it honestly took a, a while to really digest what happened. Because, like, once the firefighters came, literally, like, this all happened from, like, 6 or 7. And, like, we finally didn't get to sit down until, like, 11 o'clock at night, closer to midnight. Yeah, because... So, what happened after the fire, baby? So, like, the firefighters had, like, hey, you know, you guys can patch this up or you guys can call someone. Like, it was going to be kind of expensive if you call someone. Um, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. The firefighters were, like, they're very, like, you know, kind and, like, you know, like, but they're, like, you know, it's, like, it's just a small patch, like, which, yeah, retrospectively, they've probably seen houses with no roofs, like, completely burned down, um. But yeah, no, so they were just like, you know, we could just go to Home Depot, Lowe's, or whatever, um, get some uh, tarp and uh, throw, throw, throw a board over it, and you'll you'll be fine. And so, but it was Sunday night, and by the time this was happening, it was like, like 8.30, going to be 9 o'clock, and everything closed early. So I jetted out to Walmart, got some fucking tarp, got some uh, blankets to like make some makeshift insulation. And so there was a hole in our attic and through our ceiling. So like literally if you're in our living room, like you can see it was exposed to the elements that so was open to the sky. And so, um, we had a sunroof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A new, uh, nightlight. Um, but so literally after that happening, like my feet, I could feel my feet burning. I didn't say anything. Like, I mean, I did like inhale a lot of the smoke that was coming. A lot of it was plastic. So, um, plastic, Yes. burns a lot more smoke produces a lot more smoke than just wood and um so it's toxic too yeah like so literally after we beat that point up firefighter asking some questions um and just kind of you know figuring out what was going on um we they explained like hey like you know you lost some power to some of your house um but you guys you know are able to stay here if you just want to but you know it's up to you. We'll leave the decision to you guys. And mm-hmm. so, of course, like, we'll be then I, when it comes to, like, life throwing its curveballs at us, like, we're very, very calm about stuff. Like, we're not going to freak out and panic um, by all means. And so, like. And he was alive. Yeah, it was alive. Those al- or Legend was alive, too. Like, there was really nothing to panic about at that point. Like, yeah. the house, the hole was, like, the least of our fucking. Well, it wasn't the least of our concerns. But we were just so thankful that it had stopped. And, like, I mean, I think really we were in denial and just really wanted to go back yeah. to, like, what was normal. And so, like, I just... We fucking tried. Yeah, we really tried. And <laughs> and that was the thing, like, I we didn't really understand, like, how what kind of shock we were in until we finally got out of the house, which was two days later. Uh, but yeah, we slept in that house two days. Two that days, same night yeah. that it happened, we still slept there. Stuff don't really, recommend yeah do not do that if you ever ever in a house fire like just get out the smoke is like is intoxicating it's very damaging to your lungs it's damaging to everything tell to him about pets. legend about what oh he threw up yeah he was sick and he, it's because yeah. he was getting he was getting intoxicated by the smoke and smoking. i like googled it and it was like yeah like dogs inhaling smoke or from a fire like they should be taken to a vet. And so, and he started waking up with cough. I had a cough. Like, I threw up that night. Like Yes. It was like, I think I woke up like at 2 o'clock in the morning and I had like shivers. Like, I just felt sick. And... But we also had people over, you know, like we had our guests too. So we were like, damn, like we, I mean, not that they were like, 
you know, they were super helpful. They were like, if you need us to get a hotel, yeah, like, we can, but they were were like, you know, trying to, I don't know, just, we were just like, we'll, we'll deal with it tomorrow, you know, it was like, we had to just deal with so much, like, Joel had patched up the whole hole by himself, and like, on, on the roof, and in the, in the, on our ceiling, in our living room, and and seconds after he finished, it fucking starts snowing, yeah, like, to so. top it off. And we were like, oh, my gosh, like. Just, it, it was a lot. Um, Ugh, so much. And then, yeah, so <laughs> we were basically just trying to figure everything out. Like, we never mm-hmm. been in a fire, never gone through anything like this. Like, her and I both never experienced this ourselves, let alone have to be in charge of, like, dealing with everything. So, like, like, the next two weeks, like, we, that's when it really was hitting us. Like, I could have died. You know, like, it really was... Yeah, I don't feel like we got a chance at all because the next day, as soon as we got up, our phone was our alarm clock. Like, we went to bed late that day, and then insurance, contractors, like, the fire department. We were just getting phone calls left and right, like, and explaining, like, the situation. And, like, we didn't even tell our family... Until, like, we... Till like two days later, yeah. or like a day and a half later, because we were we, just trying to get a grip. Like we were just trying to figure it out. Like what do we do? And you know, like I mean, at that point, you know, that night, like basically we were led with instructions to like fix. It. And, and it was getting cold. By the time I finally got home, mm-hmm. like our poor friends were in the living room, bundled up in their jackets. Yeah. Like it, it was cold. Like it, it was middle of winter. Started snowing that night, so those bitches were like we're fine <laughs> Real ones, yeah, yeah they're we're great because it was fucking cold <laughs> don't, ever, don't ever misinterpret when we say we're surrounded by great people mm-hmm. like we're surrounded by real ones people that care for us people that love us people that support us like we were never empty on when it comes to love or people that are there willing to be there for us and that's um, exactly what we needed that night because yeah, really like <laughs> I'm glad they stayed, you know, as much as it was. I feel like, like they eased our anxiety, at least my anxiety of like the situation that had happened. And then yeah. like, not that like we had to kind of hold it together, but we kind of had to hold it together because our friends were there, you know, so it helped us. Like also, I think I would have lost my shit if they weren't there. Like I probably would have cried and like just. Just, yeah, it was a lot. Like It was traumatic. Yeah. And like that, what was it? I mean, my mom knew that night. Or, like, was it, no, the next night. Yeah, the next day, as next we told day, them, yeah, I think. it was, like, the next day she came. And, like, yes. that's when I had a chance to look at my feet and, like. I seen your feet. Yeah. I was, like, what do you have on your feet? And he was, like, oh, it's probably from the fire. And I'm, like, you haven't checked them since then? And, no, they were, like, he. They're black, like, yeah. not, like, hello, hello, black. Like, my whole feet weren't black, but, like, yeah. He had, like, burnt stuff on his feet. Yeah. And he had, like, so... little burns soaked them that day yeah so it just it was a lot um so like that literally happened the weekend before christmas uh you know at first originally like you know lupita and i were very hopeful of getting things taken care of right away understanding that next week after christmas it was new year's like we were trying to be really proactive with our insurance and yeah and our th- shout out your insurance <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna keep 100 y'all our insurance, and if you guys ever have to deal with insurance, like, our my biggest tip to everyone is to be proactive. Like, yes. As much as you are paying your insurance company, that you're their boss, and that's just how you got to see it. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to move as fast unless you move. You make a move. And, you know, originally our, our first person that we were working with, he was doing great. He was answering questions very thorough. Um, and yeah, then, he's the one that told us, suggested us like, to get out. To they were like, yeah. this is what you pay for. Like, this is why we're saying don't recommend. Like, 
it's what you pay for. Go to the hotel. Get out of there. Yeah, like, we did not realize. And if you're renting out there, like, I would encourage you to get uh, renter's insurance. We've had to get renter's insurance when we were in college, and it's really not that much. Like, it's like 14, 14 bucks a month. I mean, like, yeah, but you're insured. And so yeah. if we didn't have our insurance, like, yes. none of this stuff would have been taken care of. We probably would have been in the house longer than that. And, and they were super um, accommodating. Like, we had asked for a pet-friendly location because, you know, we have our dog. He's an inside dog. We keep him inside. Who's going to take care of a pit bull <laughs> unless you are comfortable with pits? So that was something that we had requested. We were like, we also would like a kitchen. We can't afford to be eating out all the time, and that's not healthy. Um, so they were kind enough to sorry, guys, accommodate us with a kitchenette. Um, so super accommodating, which is why I say... Which is why Joel says, you're their boss. Like, we were like, look, this is what we need. Like, yeah. we can't sacrifice a place that's not pet friendly. Like, <sighs> he just ripped one. Yeah. Just <laughs> farted. Should have stayed in the house. Uh, <laughs> and take you back. I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah. So, they were just super accommodating, which was really nice. Yeah. And which is why we felt comfortable enough to not be, be on them. them. And yeah. That's where we dropped the ball. Exactly. Um. You all live and learn. Though. Yeah, you live and learn. And then, but I mean, our first guy, like, Ew. damn, I'm so glad he's sitting next to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You nasty. Oh, my God. Well, I tell you about giving those treats, baby. Fuck. You fucked us up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> Fucking stinks. Oh my goodness. Oh. You nasty. Just like your mom. Dumb. Oh. If you know, you know. Yeah. Just like. Loopy, that smells like. <laughs> Shut the hell up. If you know, you know. No, I'm just kidding. But, anyways, long story short, the lesson I've learned with dealing with our insurance is like, always be kind. Like, always be kind. Um, even despite everything we were going through, like we really, our patience was really tested. Um, yes. but we had some issues with our insurance. We had to switch people. Um, but you know, everyone has their own life. Everyone has things that they're going through. And, uh, you know, unfortunately there's some things that happened with our original person that we were working with and we got switched over to someone else and a different agent. Yeah. And so like a representative, whatever. I mean, it's, and it, I mean, during the time going through it, man, like super mad, super frustrating to, to go through a lot of the things that we went through. Like there was a lot of, there was like four weeks where we had no communication at all whatsoever, trying to get a hold of someone. Um, but like, the reason why we hadn't reached out was because they had told us we were going to take care of it all. Oh no, we reached out. I reached out. I was, I've been the one trying to figure out what was going on next. What was the next step? So... Oh, I had it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but above us, the reason there was a reason why there was no communication. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't stand up for yourself, and then you can't advocate for yourself. Like, I I think what would have helped us a little more if we advocated a little more, a little harder, um, or just a little more, I don't know, more a little more stern, I guess. But um, that's okay though, because everything happens for a reason, and we became stern when we needed to. Like. 
We got to the point where we were done waiting and... We were done waiting. We were done waiting and, and they knew we were done waiting and... Thankfully, they, I mean, I mean, it's not even thankfully, but there is no way that they didn't look at the situation and, and see where... We were coming from. Exactly. So, um, things got taken care of and once yes. finally things got taken care of, our construction, um, you know, that was basically on hold. Our construction, the uh, people that were going through, shout out to Baxter... Here in Yakima, yes. Washington. They've been great. Project manager right. Ed, he's been awesome. And Tom the, has been, uh, that did the estimates, he's been really helpful. Uh, he's working with me, dealing with, you know, that non-communication uh, moment, that blackout period. So And still very professional. Very great. Yes. Didn't make us feel like that was our fault at all. No, yeah. And, and really, it's just like someone we can lean on during the time. Yes. Being so, if you're in Yakima, Washington or in the surrounding areas, Baxter, constructions um, they're a little pricey but they are worth so yeah. far yeah they're I mean, worth what what we're you know i mean it's, what the insurance is paying yeah but... insurance is paying technically you know but they've been awesome they've been mm-hmm. really helpful and, and like the guys that are actually working there like you know i've had a chance to have conversations with them um shout out armando shout out uh ruben if i remember right um but yes uh it's they're also awesome as well and so like they also are understanding the situation and uh just they've been moving so fast so much faster fast than what you know we were hoping for and i mean and you know just it's been it's just exactly what we were needing yeah um, it picked up and it picked up quick <laughs> and, and that, that wasn't even like and that was you know like the, the like the fire had happened we had to adjust to moving into a hotel. Mm-hmm. So for everyone that's been watching our stories and like seeing us in a different a spot. Like, We're living the sweet life of Lupita and Joel. <laughs> so we've been, we've been in the hotel. We've been uh, cooped up in a hotel for a while. Yeah. Um, we're hoping by the end of this month, early April, we're moving back into our home. Yes. Um, but but that's why we've been absent. There's just a lot that we've been having yeah. to take care of behind closed doors. And, you know, and that's why, like, I, you know, I preach about it all the time on my podcast and just on my platforms. Like, you know, sometimes in life, you just got to take a look at your plate and realize, like, what you need to take off it. And unfortunately, like, you know, this, these circumstances had caused me to take my extra time that I de- dedicate and devote to Joel's Mind podcast to getting our home rebuilt calling people you know getting on top of things getting on top of um just schedules and whatnot and so it's just there's just a lot that we've been dealing with and so you know that's that's kind of where we've been um shout out our jobs too for being super flexible with us because there's been multiple times where like it's just been rough yeah our contractors have been like we're gonna do a walkthrough today and we need you guys to be here to make decisions and we're like well fuck and we want to be home you know so we're like i'm sorry like i got to take some time off and shout out our jobs because they have been super flexible with us we've been yeah and accommodating with our situation it's been it's been a struggle and like and that i mean that honestly to add insult to injury like when we like our second week we were into the hotel we ended up catching covid oh and so <laughs> it was just really really hard people like after another yeah, life was like getting, getting knocked down left and right and like all the time that we had taken off like all our pto like was for the fire was for, was for the fire so like when covid happened like we basically just were not working didn't get any income whatsoever i mean not whatsoever but like we just 
we were it struggling. Got harder. So if you ever think you know life can't get any harder, it always can. Don't ever kid yourself that you know like things can always be worse. And I know certain certain situations like you don't want to like hear that or tell yourself that, but like I just really can't be worse. Um, but the one thing you do have control over is how you react to things. And don't yeah. get me wrong, Joel and I are as human as they come and we had our days where we were frustrated where yeah. we felt defeated where just kinda... we just were like man we cannot catch a fucking break as much as we try and like we were trying to be super patient and like understanding because if anybody knows shit happens it is us <laughs> yeah and so, we're not we're not quick to like run uh, like to get help or like yeah it's not that we don't like we're not like these like super independent people but it's just like we see them as obstacles that are just placed in front of us that we just don't like how we're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but shout out every single person that has been there for us. Yeah, like so everyone that knows, cause honestly we yes. kept it on the low for a while and it's not because like we were nit- nitpicking and trying to choose to who to tell, but like we literally were just dealing with so much for so long that I, we were just like, you know, like we're, we just were exhausted surviving each day. And so, it's been it's been a journey but yes shout out our families you know and our friends and our like friends. man like the love has been unreal yes very like we're very blessed to have our family and friends and just their daily check-ins their support the care packages that we get yeah. like you know you know the support that they've given us like you know it just really you know it was just an eye-opener like to how much love we have from people you know what i mean and like people that are really close and people that are not that close people that are just you know mm-hmm. you know even strangers are very you know generous and offering advice or just suggestions and it's just it's just nice to know that we have such a strong support group and i know there's people out there in the world that don't have that and it's mm-hmm. you know it is hard but it doesn't mean you can't ever have it you know you know developing relationships building relationships maintaining relationships that's it is very essential you know to who you are and you know in times of adversity like who do you lean on and you know thankfully we do have a very amazing support system um yeah you guys all know who you are yeah we you guys were great in a time of like like just i like a time where we could have yeah we but we still have like we were just surrounded with so much love that like because i feel like people would be like you guys took this really well and it's like well how could we not you know we all came out alive out of this we have great people who surround us and who give us their love like it's yeah. hard to be upset with the situation when I mean, yeah, not that we're like, not upset we were, with it, because yeah, we were. Like, we were really upset. Like it's just, we were frustrated. Like we had to worry about shit we wouldn't normally have to worry about. Like, like taking this motherfucker out every goddamn time, dude, dude. Not being able to clean our little place because yeah. we have to let room service do it. Like just little stuff like that. That just like on top of what we were already going through. Like it just felt like it just was so frustrating having to deal with that stuff. And not knowing, like, not knowing when they were going to start on our house because the first week of January, we had snowmageddon. It literally snowed, like, freaking seven feet. And so everybody was, like, school was canceled. I'm pretty sure people couldn't get to work. Like, so they didn't even start construction. So just so much uncertainty. And through all that uncertainty, like, it just felt good to have 
and be surrounded by amazing people who showered us with love and support and made it not that bad because we felt like not again like what Joel was saying we don't really you know go and ask for a lot of help like we really do take it as that's life like we should try to figure it out so that it doesn't happen next time and if it does happen next time we're more prepared so to just genuinely receive love and help like you know I'm big on you get what you give and we don't normally take help because we you know not because we're prideful or anything but just because we want to figure it out but I do want to say thank you for that help because we really did need that help and I felt blessed that in a time when we needed it, we had people there. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm already getting emotional too. Just very thankful. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> All our friends and family, you guys are great. And it's really just, you know, like it is something like now that we're able, you know, out of it like it's just motivating and inspiring you know to continue to be better versions of ourselves and to to be successful so that way we are able to bless those that have blessed us yes you know <laughs> um and you know that's also another reason why like you know i encourage people to develop a support system because you know one day you may need that help but another day you may be the help that someone needs and mm. it's hard to do that when you know you're facing the same problems over and over again or you know choosing to not do anything to better yourself you know and you know and it was difficult like don't get me wrong i know it, we're probably talking about this um and just making it seem like a breeze let me put it into perspective this happened in december we are at the end of march and we're barely mm -hmm. getting around yeah. to talking about it like it took us a long time to yeah, be like where we're it, at it's, yeah. and have this type you of mental are, state you guys are getting like <laughs> the calm after the yeah. storm <laughs> but like going through it like it was difficult people like i really was mm -hmm. like i i feel like i haven't been like challenged in that way in a long long time but like there was days where i was asking myself you know like like why why is this happening to us like why do or why do we continue to to like encounter these barriers like isn't the fire enough isn't not being in my home enough like not being able to just go to our day-to-day -day activities but like after you know kicking and screaming and then reflecting on it like you know it just it really made us stronger people it really made us more patient and more you know stronger and smarter and, and dealing with some like something like this you know if we ever had to deal with this again like we know how to handle it if anyone in our fans or family or just people that you know we run into have to deal with something similar like there is advice there's things we can gotcha. offer <laughs> you know like in terms of what to ask what to say mm -hmm. how to respond and what to look into like there is you know as, as much bad as there you know there is there's some you know things that we can pull from this and you know have it just be an experience that we're able to look back on and say that we got through it you know um shout out baby thanks for being such an awesome teammate couldn't have done it without you thanks baby i couldn't do it without you i love you baby i love you too <laughs> but it just you do you help a lot with making things going through life it just makes makes it going through life easier when i have you next to me baby i just and that's literally i feel like probably 80 percent of the reason why i've we are able to handle things or you know we may look like we're handling things finally even though deep down we're like 
trying to figure it out when we're like losses, but mm-hmm. it's because we have each other. Like, you know, I, I, we could be in a tiny cabin for the rest <laughs> of life as long as I have my girl. Aww. I'll be all right. Same baby. Same. Appreciate you. Yeah. So that's where we've been at. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's been, life's been crazy. And, you know, I've been trying to keep up with Joel's Mind podcast. And for a moment there, I was. Um, but then the construction happened. And then, yeah, that really started taking up more time away from everything. Yeah, we had to move out of our house in like three days. Yeah. When they were like, we're going to gut everything. Like, that's backtracking. There's just so much that happened. Like, there was a lot of smoke damage. So, construction is happening right now um because of smoke damage and so it did smell pretty bad in there no that there's construction right now because the house caught on fire and the roof building our parts of the house. our roof yeah. yeah but the inside the renovation of the inside that's all smoke damage because oh, yeah. it's a lot more than we thought yeah. that's why we stayed there like we stayed there for two days thinking that like it's just a hole in the roof i mean it's just it's a hole in the roof we should have gone out anyway but we didn't realize like the severity of like what the smoke, smoke yeah and like inhaling it and how bad it actually had gotten in there like and how like how it stains and stays into your your items and your materials like yeah forever if you don't get it taken care of so yeah yeah uh yeah she's right it, there's a lot of repairs that are happening because of the smoke um yeah and so they were like so we had like no communication and then all of a sudden they were like oh yeah we're gonna get your house we're coming next week i get there thursday and they're already like starting yeah and the trailer's there and they're like everything needs to go in there we were like what <laughs> yeah they're like you know just pack up your valuables and we'll you know move the rest the of the rest bigger of stuff there. like and so, yeah, it, there was just a lot of, like, challenges and adversity that we had overcome. A lot of, like, unexpected planning. And so, like, we literally mm-hmm. just been at the whim of yes. our house getting rebuilt. Um, and so, here, hopefully sooner, we'll be back to normal. We'll be back to being in our home and not having so much extra stuff going on. Yeah, ya vamos más para allá que para acá. We're, like, more at the end of the process now than we were at the beginning yeah, of the process. That's why, like, it's not something, you know we yeah we can sit back and reflect on it but and we have answers now i felt like in the beginning we were getting a lot of questions and we were like we don't know what's going on like i'm just trying to make this work so now it's like we're able to have time to have reflected on it and be here in this tiny cabin with this beautiful scenery and just our first little getaway since that yeah and it's been it's been rough people like you know we were really excited for 2022 and 2021 so not today or not this year, but um, but we are alive and and it's getting know, better. And the year just started, and I feel like I have faith. We have faith that yeah, this night we're gonna bounce back. Yeah, a lot stronger and harder than we were originally planning to attack 2022. Mm-hmm. So now, like with this, like once we're finally back in our home, like we're gonna be hitting the ground running. And so, as some of you are seeing, like Lupita and I have been focusing like on trying to get ourselves you know, healthy, get back into the gym. And we've been taking the time to do that. And, you know, if it's one thing I've learned from my mom and just life is, you know, in times of adversity, always choose to grow because everything's already going to shit, people. You know, <laughs> everything's already, like, there's already changes already happening. There's a barrier in front of you that is going to require you to do something different drastically. And might as well drastically change. For the better. Yes. You know, change with the change that is coming. And that's... That is life. 
life is constantly changing and change is always going to be there. And the normal thing or, you know, what we are used to or what our patterns are set in our brain is to do what are we're comfortable with, to do what we are used to. Yes, if you've heard other episodes of Joel, he just talks about how, or he talks about just how hard it is to break patterns. Yes. And want to go back to your comfort. And there was plenty of times where we wanted to do that, where I just wanted to throw my hands in there and be like, fuck it, it's already going to shit anyway. Yeah. I mean, and there days was, there was there days. days. Where we were, you know, but like, it's just, you know, continue to push forward to keep moving forward and, and not yeah. giving up you know there's plenty of times where we're like you know i'm done i'm sick of this like yeah. you know i just why us why what do we do to deserve this but you know at the end of the day like it is life and you know shit does happen shit happens to good people all the time i've all said it once time. before and i'll continue to say it like it just things happen unexpectedly you know life has un- unprecedented curveballs that are thrown at you but they're made to make you stronger you know, I, I truly believe that Lupita and I are so much stronger because of this. Our relationship is so much stronger. Our, our relationships with our family or friends are stronger. For those that, have, you know, really showed out and been there for us, like, you know, we'll never be forgotten. The way you guys made us feel when you guys were there for us and, mm-hmm. and loved us and, and, you know, shed your light on us, like, that will never go away. And, you know, like, the beauty of it is that we're able to talk about this now. We're able to to like you know look back and be like hey we're gonna be okay things are gonna be fine you know like because for months we were like dude like what the fuck is going on like why hasn't anyone talked to us why is anyone like it like why is in our insurance people getting a hold of us like what we're like what's going on when when are we gonna build our house like you know and and in the very beginning you know they're like you know i've seen people be in a hotel for a couple months i've seen people be in a hotel for a year and we're like dude i'm not we're not doing that like the construction they were is, like, please be patient with us, but you know, our yeah, patients yeah. rent them. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's damage, you know, the damage was significant, yeah. you know, but like, it could have been worse. Our houses didn't need to be rebuilt. And so we were just really frustrated throughout that time being. And so, but now, now that the dust has settled and, you know, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and the finish line is near, like. You know, we just wanted to share our experience and just, you know, thank everyone and acknowledge everyone for being there for us because mm-hmm. it just, you know, it's never going to be forgotten. It really matters mm-hmm. a lot. Um, you know, it's like they say, you know, people remember how you make, the way you make them feel. Mm-hmm. And like the people that have made us feel loved and, and like seen the hurt in their eyes, the way they've seen us hurt, like y'all some real ones, you know, because there's some people that just you know like you just don't get that and you know it's which is okay everyone has their own life everyone Mm -hmm. loves their own way and and gives love their own way and but like the ones that you know were there for us you know and just really made us feel like what we were going through they were going through like you know it just and not to discredit any of our friends again because some of you might have been like, I didn't even know. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which, and there's no one. Yeah. Like, yeah no. You probably, there was some of you guys that probably didn't know because, it, like I said, it was such a hard time in our life. That's not something, you know, so you know how they say about social media. You don't want to show, like, people don't show their bad days. Some of us do. You know, some of us are, like, very vulnerable. Some of us like to keep some stuff in private, you know, and this was just one of those things that, like, 
we just didn't want to advertise to everybody and we were again we were going through so much we were exhausted like and then getting covid dude like that's yeah but it's nothing personal with like our friends or that we didn't want to tell anybody we just because now we're fucking telling everybody yeah (laughs) you know know what i'm saying it's not like like the finals to keep it a secret it's just you know like how do what do you say how do what do we you know like we were trying to figure it out um and then just having to repeat Story. The story over and over again. <laughs> and I mean, like, to our friends and family, but just, like, to the insurance people, to the construction, to, like, just, it it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we are stronger and we are on our feet, you know, we're able, you know, just to talk about things and reflect on it. But, yes, everyone, you know, everyone that, you know, any friends out there that didn't know, that know now, like, I know we're loved, like, mm-hmm. you know. I'm sure there's people going to reach out after this and, you know, just, it'd be appreciated. Nonetheless, like life is scary people. And like, you know, the whole presence of Joe's mind helping people become better versions of themselves is because life can really fuck people up, you know? And, and sometimes, most of the time it's not even their fault, you know, like, you know, we don't ask to be born. You know, we're not asked to, you know, grow up poor or grow up, you know, abused or to you know, live in our a, family. You exactly. Know? Like, you know, I'm like, so it's important that we remind ourselves that we do have a choice to be better or, you know, to grow and to push ourselves to, you know, break generational trauma and, you know, just be the best versions of ourselves. Um, you know, life just has a good way of just, you know, chewing us up, spin us out. And just letting us have to deal with it afterwards. There's a good saying, if you guys know it, then you know it. And it's like, Dios aprieta, pero no orca. And it's like, God grips you, but he doesn't choke you. You know, that's life. Like, you're going to go through stuff, go through things that are going to be very challenging. And you're going to feel like you're being choked. But the hope is that you will make it out of it. Or that you have people there to help you get out of it. So. Yeah. And we definitely have people. Yeah. And like... And, and that's why we love so much. And that's why we love the way we love. Like, it's just beautiful. We have beautiful people in our lives. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if this story will help anyone, but you know, if you are listening and you don't know us, you know, like that, just know we're cheering you on every room for you and everything will be better. You know, your time will come. Like, you know, I posted a post the other day of how like literally our whole world stopped and, you know, like it sucks because we, you, you know, you see everyone else continue and living mm-hmm. their life, which, you know, everyone's going to do that. And just know that it's okay that your life has, your world has come to a stop. Like, what you got to deal with, you got to deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. And if anyone makes you feel remorseful or guilty for doing that, just understand that it's okay. Whatever it is that you're going through, like, you know, you got to take that time to slow down, to gather the pieces, to figure it out and plan your next move. And just stick to a, a some certain schedule or a plan of attack to get back into the world and, you know, get back to your journey. And that's literally where we're at. Like, we're ready to get back into our world and our journey and continue to do what we've been doing mm-hmm. and continue to hit our goals. Like, we've had goals for 2022. And unfortunately, like, they've definitely going to, you know, we're going to have to think and re-strategize to accomplish those goals. But by all means, we're still going to accomplish those goals. And mm-hmm. so don't feel defeated or feel defeated, but just know that it's not going to be forever. It's just going to be temporarily. But with that, do you have anything else to say, baby? No, just keep pushing. Oh, no, no, no. Like in Dory's words, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Yeah. <laughs>
well yeah. <laughs> it's literally all you can do yeah you know and be kind always remember mm-hmm. be kind like never know what people are going through yes you know you, just be kind you know people will never forget the way you make them feel and even in times of adversity like it just really shows out who you really are you know so keep on continue to be a better version of yourself and don't let life change who you are for the worse and just with that baby i just want to say thank you again really been a ride or die and things that we've gone through together has been fucking crazy so i just want you to know i love you baby and i definitely you know you've made things a lot easier i'm home wherever i'm with you yeah you are home baby love you i'm proud of us thank you yeah i am too we've dealt with a lot of shit in the last couple months it's been crazy but here we are here we are Stronger and ready for the world, ready to keep going. Mm-hmm. So with that, smash that subscribe button. If you like the video, drop a comment. If you're watching it, I hope you like the view. We're gonna tag um, the website where we got this tiny cabin. So if you guys want to enjoy it, we also did a little vlog. So hopefully that comes out good, and we're able to get that uploaded with this as well, so you guys can kind of see our trip and see what we did out here. Um, and of course, if you want to continue to be a better version of yourself. Or if you just like hearing different perspectives, Joel's Mind Podcast is where you need to be to get that information. Uh, so follow me on your preferred listening platform. I'll leave a comment below. Give us any type of updates of whatever you're going through uh, so that we can shout you out, you know, and send some prayers your way. So with that, have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good evening. Have a happy birthday. We love you. Bye.